With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Full work limited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. our potty mouth i depend on you hitting record i'm already recording i have been recording since we've popped over sweet sweet so what's going on everybody i am the one the only the w-o-o-k-i-e the misfit uh cycle continues to cycle but starting out we got the uh, ewok yes the ewoks ewok jr hello keyforge community glad to be here man the choke show Drascore. hey guys how's it going Whoa! Is that? That's he keeps dropping his mic. Did you just fall over? Didn't I get you you an arm for your microphone? What happened? Well, but he doesn't have an arm right now. It's a I I only have one. (laughs) Well, good thing we got the resident PhD, Doctor Sheep. We're gonna have to cut it off. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) Doctor Dre, I want to be. I want to be like my twin. Dr. Dre, just mm. don't sit there, amputate. Um, is anybody? No? Nobody? Okay. No. no. Uh, ben might remember. And then we got Ben the Monkey joining us this week. What's up, Ben? What's going on, Keyforge community? Very exciting to be here. Yep. Are you ready to uh, bash GG for a full hour, hour and a half, maybe two hours? Let's do it. Um, okay. But can Perfect. I share a little bit of breaking news that we just got in? Breaking Break. news. Dun, dun, dun. No. Well, it only be my matters neighbor. to me. If this is something that that <laughs> truly matters only to me. I'm a. I if, if for those who don't know, uh, I'm a, a Khalifi dragon um, uh, collector slash obsessor, uh, worshiper. Who knows? Um, uh, I've in the past created art that was meant to make sleeves of the Khalifi dragon, where I like kind of edit out the background and stuff. Uh, but the latest blog post we have brand new coming in. Uh, the full sized or at least the full dimensions art of Khalifi Dragon. We can now actually see the rest of his wing, uh, and it's blowing my mind. Uh, I'm sure nobody else is excited about that, but uh, I am extremely uh, happy I to mean, see more of my, my favorite Dragon it, Boy. It just kind of looks like a floating axe, because yeah, the, the cloud does. separates it. He is yeah, Brock. Really mm-hmm. It's a comic. Okay, axe, axe wings are cool. Yeah. I okay. mean... He's got rocket I launchers mean, on his wings, too, right? I mean... It, it's all about it's all about perspective. This excitement, Ben, is exactly what we need. Is little moments share the joy in those little moments. I love it, man. 
All right, so this could be the gateway drug to full art cards. How cool would full yeah. art Keyforge cards be? I think that'd be cool. I do look at art. I know not everybody on this cast does, but uh, I, I like a lot of the art in this game. Just saying. Full I mean, art. There was, I hear on one of them things I don't understand. They asked for people to comment on their favorite Keyforge art. They did that. Uh, it's called X and or Twitter. Whatever you yeah, want to call okay. it this week, Sheep. I, I can't do that. I'm not smart enough. Which I've, is weird because Dr. Sheep has a Twitter, just he doesn't use it. Uh, yes, actually, I do have a Twitter, but that's only there to put you back in your place when it has to happen. Mm hmm. Fair enough. Um, it's only when I have to do my doctoring. Yep. So, so. but I, I did I did participate in that discussion on the discords, which the only OPR I care about is the one that says Keyforge and Organized Play. And there so, is art for that. Ghost Galaxy Games asked, favorite Keyforge art and go. Can you guys maybe guess some of the favorite art? Let's just guess. Hmm. Uh, Jericho. Does she have legs? We need a full art card. She might yeah, not have we legs. Don't, we don't know if Val Jericho has she legs. She doesn't have legs. Maybe she just sits <laughs> in the cap. Maybe that's how she became captain, because she has no maybe, legs. So she just maybe she has, chair. like, spider legs, like the guy from Wild Wild West. Yeah, maybe? You don't know? Could be. Well, I'll, gi I'll give you one guess. Actually, there's there's two Bad that Penny. Bad Penny is not on there. Hastasis Raptors also not on there. They have to be there for some reason because they're not. They keep they keep Wild coming back. Wormhole also not on there. Oh, that's a good Fuzzy guess. Gruen. What about the uh, Fuzzy, Fuzzy Gruen? Fuzzy Gruen is on there. Fuzzy Gruen um, was the um, first response. The bot token. Bot Fluke. is not on there. Neither is Fluke. Uh, Oh, fish, fish is fish. No fish. Um, I was, was going to name it. Right? Burn a stockpile is not correct. So ah, there's another darn. fan favorite that everybody loves that uh, I want to burn to the ground after playing it this week. Heart of the Forest. It's, it's number one. Oh, I love. I love Heart of the Forest. Don't you dare ever say a bad thing about it ever again. <laughs> number two, it's a hundred percent blore, but that card is trash oh it's the best what, was... what wait wait what do you mean because you had a deck that could do everything that you wanted except you had the blorb except token. i had blorb <laughs> literally i have an op any other token of either of the houses i had brabnar i had equidon and i had mars if i have a functioning token from any other any one of the nine possibilities or i'm sorry it would be any eight possibilities i have a deck that might be slightly busted i get a blorb and it just grinds to hey, a hey, halt those blorbs fought and it was unimpressive it was they, very unimpressive because everyone else opened mars and then i got a mars makes bad i'm done i quit all right all right i have another guest how all about right, the ultra gravitron ultra that gravitron really is cool. not on there so we we have a discard on. We have one one discard that you're missing. Discard. Is it an action creature? It, it is an action. Oh. One that I would not have guessed that I actually never paid attention to the art until now. I was Control going it. to name a DT card, 
but I actually can't think of one right it now. It is from <laughs> that could what's be that DT do, bad do set. You... It is from Coda. Oh. From Coda. Hold on. From Coda, three fates. That's what you... I pick. It is not three oh. fates. Can you are hard. not. You guys are not taking the the bait here. I can assume. Nope. Control the weak. No, but that's I wanted. I thought that what's would be the, on there. What? What? Because uh, what? it's draining the brain of a Nephilim, which I like that. You will that gain three chains after you play this card. Uh, gateway, gateway to death. It is gateway really? to death. That card Shocker, has a right? on it. That's. <laughs> I just thought it Hold was on, an explosion. Gotta this guy up. But turns out there's a yeah. guy on it. <laughs> Okay, my my brain my brain has frozen here. Sheep, you you said you're going to name a dis DT card. No, 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 any DT card. Okay, okay, because all I heard and that's why my brain froze, and I'm like, it's not in DT. Okay, I'm like, is this why you've been having issues playing DT? People like this. This just looks like, you know, somebody with a problem, like. I've never looked at it before, but it's literally a mountain colla- uh, like sinkhole. I can't say it. It's like a sinkhole almost. With yeah, the... it is kind of cool. There's like a sanctum night, like barely holding on while the like this demons are falling. Creatures into fall into the yeah, yeah yeah into the pit. There is a DT card oh. on here though from Shadows. Rad Penny. DT. It is not Rad Penny, although it is common, and he will uh, steal Ember from you. Bone knitting. Is there anything else? Uh, Is it Sea Urchin? I mean, that's the other uh, one. Hard Simpson. Hobnobber. Hobnobber. Okay. Somebody really likes the art for Ooh, Hobnobber, really? which I always thought was too busy, but somebody really likes Hobnobber. He'll uh, never miss it. A, He'll never miss it. Yeah, he's, just, he's just like, he looks like just a snobby jerk. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, uh, um, and then we'll do one more. This is a Mars card. From Coda, I think it's actually its only printing ever, and it is a rare. Mars rare. Uh, it's gonna go Battle Fleet, but no, no. But it was action card. It action Better not card. be Gromid. It's an action card. Is it bad? It is it, um, is it like Shatterstorm? It was bad. Now maybe not so bad. Oh gosh. Not uh. Hypnotic Command? No. No, that's Cards. Coda. Uh, mass Mars. Abduction? Yeah. Is that a rare? It's not, but is that a rare? Mass Abduction? Yeah. Is it? Okay. It's not Mass Abduction. It will give you a singular chain. Uh, and it has to deal with traits. Oh. Yeah, that one card. Yeah, that card. <laughs> That what? Oh, that card with the green in it. And yeah, the like the, the yeah, that one. It's like the play something. It's like an artifact or something. Or is it nope, an action? It is an action. Custom virus doesn't do action. Yeah, custom virus. Do it doesn't give you a chain. Maybe I'm not. Oh. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe this isn't from Coda. Maybe this is from. No, I'm pretty sure this is Coda. It might be AOA. Destroy a creature of each. Uh, destroy a creature at each creature that shares ext- a trait with it. Gain one chain. Event? Extinction. Yeah, extinction. Yeah, that is that is a uh, wrong set. Is it I, I don't yeah. think have you heading right. The right set would have helped me in this case. I could have swore that was in that was in Coda, but maybe it Extinction, wasn't. Extinction, which has got like the red bird. Yeah, it's well, it's yeah. Uh, that's definitely a dodo. A no drone. Is he a no drone? 
That's definitely, uh, what is it, Felix the Disintegrator? Is it Felix or Felix? The Disintegrator. That, the yeah, that's, that, yeah, that's that, that That is a cool card. Or, or. Um, it looks like it's AOA, Woe, and Vault Masters. How is it? In, oh, Woe. Okay, Woe makes sense. I thought, I was thinking Worlds Collide. I was like, how would it be in Worlds Collide? There was no, there were no critters in World, or no uh, Mars in Worlds Collide. But with that being said, we brought Ben here for a very specific thing today. Sheep is going to... Dragon news. Yep, big Khalifi nah, Dragon man. news. Thanks for coming on, Ben. Have a great night, yep. guys. Bye-bye. Right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so actually, if you're really into this show, this is not the first time you've heard Ben on it, because he did join us in the walk wagon. Um, I think that audio that, got that, released. That, none I was going to say that dropped. I didn't... None of that's been released yet. Oh man! Okay, there, well, there may, there may secret, be you might hear Ben again because we there have may have to be mass editing that happens, and there's five oh. hours, five hours of audio. Just oh yeah, gosh, that was, that there was, was just some snoring from Wookie. We're fine. Yeah, that was so on the ride I, back. I did all of Ewok's show last week in the car on the way back. Uh, that's why I don't want to do it again. Or I've already let my brain drop all its stuff. Um, but we have Ben, who's also Ben the Monkey here, because uh, he is the Open Archon winner at Extra Crispy. Yay. Ooh. And well, a little bit later, we're going to be talking about Deck Ascension, and he is specifically the person I wanted for this conversation. Mm. So we'll why see would where this that, goes. Why would that be, Sheep? You'll have to stay tuned to oh. find out. All right. Okay. Ben, I got a few questions here um, about how you got to the Archon Open so people can get a little background, some understanding, and then uh, we'll just, you know, keep carrying on like we do here, which means we will get sidetracked. Sounds great. Uh, the big one, the first one, because of the way this event was, Archon versus Alliance. How did you... Oh, uh, which yeah, because you, I mean, like, going in, because... Uh, Ben and I had talked going in. He, uh, you also played in the last chance qualifier, and you know, depending on how that panned out, you had to be ready for both if you were able to get a qualifier into Worlds. And then right. from there, you knew you had a good choice for both decks or for both things, so you actually had to choose going into the open. This is this is all correct. This is accurate information. Um, yes. So yeah, so. She had helped me craft an alliance uh, with a, a decently broken uh, scholar pod or uh, um, Saurian pod that I opened uh, paired up with scholars. Um, and uh, yeah, it was, I mean, it's definitely pretty gross. I, uh, it had, uh, oh man, I'm forgetting all the names of all the cards. The uh, Bri Briar's Ark, a uh, bunch of befuddle, your usual broken stuff, the, the classic combination of uh, Equidon. Um, uh, sorry, and, and unfathomable. Um, but as Faye would have it, uh, as I was in between the two a lot, uh, I couldn't decide. And then that night, uh, I was playing games with all the um, random awesome uh, Keyforge people uh, at the hotel. And um, it was a little bit late, but one of the games I was playing against this really broken, uh, tokened out uh, MM deck, uh, I was starting to make a bunch of misplays with that Alliance deck. Uh, I had done things in the wrong order, and it just basically demonstrated to me that I, uh, although I had maybe 20 games, maybe with it, uh, I wanted to stick with what I knew. 
even though it's going to be the harder field to play against. That's and a so I, good reason to me. Yeah, so I went with my baby, uh, who I've was been with me since uh, uh, Winds of Exchange uh, pledges arrived, uh, and that is uh, as um, maybe known by now. But the, the ooze that trains all three houses. Yeah, give us a a, a minute primer on that one. So it's Warrior Token, uh, Equidon Mars, and the Mars is just a, um, a token machine. It's got uh, one pip, one amber pip on one of the clone homes. It's got a second clone home, and it's got Make Two Mark Two generator, uh, a Vatminder, uh, a little bit of amber control with, with one Hypnotic Command and one uh, um, of the uh, other action that makes the opponent capture one from their own side. Um, and then uh the equidon is interesting because it's double talent scout and that kind of makes it's one of those cards that's very similar to uh tmdp or uh interdimensional graft in, in a sense in that uh it makes your opponent play differently even if that card never shows up in the game um so rain dart, uh, rain dart thank you uh so especially against decks that like infernus based decks or decks that are that very much care about one or two creatures um they have to get those cards out into the archive real quick or play them in a suboptimal way. And I think that is part of what helps set the game out a little bit. Um, got a board wipe in both Mars and Equidon. And then the Brobnar has got nothing. I mean, it's, it's got a uh, triple Berserker Slam, which is one of my favorite uh, styles. Uh, my Worlds Collide favorite deck also had a uh, double Berserker Slam. Um, uh, and then double uh, Ragnarok prep. So bunch of amber control and Brahminar and is always going to have board so it Ragnarok preps always always fire um and yeah so then between the warrior token one brick a bunch of amber pips uh it just dominates board and keeps board it wipes the board out and puts the board back on so like it'll wipe board on Mars put three creatures out that same turn yeah yeah board presence board presence is steel good creatures I love the double talent scout like that's that's my idea of, of fun in Keyforge. Yoink! Double sewers that gives it good pips. And no dead cards, which is the classic, which is what uh, uh, I know that Nova loves to, to look uh, for when looking at good decks. I mean, there is a blacksmith in the deck. And it's useful for being the target of the generous offer or the uh, forced retirement. <laughs> that's how it, it, it actually... Yeah, it actually gets used way more than it gets discarded. This is true, right? And and uh, so I have played this deck as well, and and I think you're right. I I was like, oh shoot, like the pip is on the ember pip is on the blacksmith. That really stinks. And and I still have discarded the blacksmith, but but you're right. It it does get played far more often than in a normal uh, deck where you got a blacksmith. That's true. Over half the the podcast today uh, has uh, played this deck in a tournament. Which we will get to after we talk about your success at Worlds. Sweet. Okay. A uh, couple quick questions if you want to hit any interesting stuff on it. Um, going into the woe or to the open, were there any particular decks you thought we're going to see in the open? Or was you just feeling like you have absolutely no idea what's happening in the open because the biggest decks are over in Worlds? Absolutely the latter. Yeah. I had no idea what to expect in the open. Um, I just thought I'd give it a shot. And and I the whole way up until the final, I was just 
happy to be there, like happy with the performance so far. And so when I was top eight, oh, so happy I made top eight, top four. Oh, that was great. I can finish on top four. I'll be really happy, et cetera. It just kept it going. Uh, and ooze kept oozing. It did. I know uh, particularly there was some discussion before the championship game. Uh, I remember being there, you talking about it, and I was in my own funk at that time. But the way I had read the conversation from you, you were reading that deck list and it's like, you seemed defeated before you played that game. Yeah. I was say I came in saying like he, and, and it was one of the best key for most fun I've had in a Keyforge game. I think um, that I can remember um, where I was cheering for him because I knew that his deck just had the, like if, if ooze doesn't keep board, ooze doesn't really do anything. Um, ooze will really fall flat on its face if it can't have more creatures than its opponent. Um, and boy, oh boy, does that other deck have ways to make sure it has more creatures than me. Uh, and between, um, so yeah, so the, the, the deck that I was facing was a vault masters deck. Uh, as I say in hushed tones, um, <laughs> the set that will not be named. So it's got, um, Holofast with, uh, a brick, uh, Wait, it, was what, it was what kind of deck? Uh, oh, and uh, I'm, I'm yeah, vault my voice masters deck. What? That that set that makes fan of the show JM very very upset. They made. I know good our voices ones? just get really staticky as soon as we say that word, right? They made good yeah. ones. They made good ones of those. No, good players oh. figured out how to play mediocre ones. That's not true. But anyway, uh, <laughs> they're yeah, still I mean, bad. Yeah, this deck, this deck is real gross. So it has so many ways to make you go really high on amber, and then archive. It's uh, it's. Um, what's it called? Rant and Rive. So it'll make sure you really pay for that with that Rant and Rive between having a. So yeah, so it's Brabnar just logos. Let's back up a little bit. Uh, the the key component though is that Holofast with uh, a, a brick, two Ganger Chieftains to make it fire the turn you play it. Harmel, Lala, Headhunter, Volka. Uh, it just it it you play you play Holofast and then you get them all killed. Your opponent finally takes care of them. Then you play Grim Reminder in Dis. Take all the Brabnar back to your archive, which is what? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven creatures. No, ten creatures. Nine creatures, final answer. Um, then, okay, fine, you kill this entire board. Somehow you kill the Harmel before you kill the rest. Great, you've managed to kill its board. Well, then he has to think twice. That'll get Grim Reminders again. So he has, between Holofest, Grim Reminder, and Think Twice, uh, in three different houses, the way to bring back his entire Brabnar board. Um, pretty good. Yeah, pretty pretty good. I mean, does uh, it really take skill just to play the same seven cards, nine cards again and again and again? Like really? Yeah, I mean, I, look, I'm being I mean, a there's, jerk. I, yeah, <laughs> yeah, come on. There's 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 ordering. There's there's uh, for, for sure. hold. You know, there's. I mean, this, uh, I've never played this deck. This is what, Camvaz, uh, Master of the Glacier. Um, I, I've never played this deck. It does, it's some good, there's some good stuff in here, right? Like, like I see what you mean in terms of being able to boost you up with the eddies and the the lash and the drumble and so on and so forth, right? Um, and then, and then knock you down. Um, but I, I don't think this is just a necessarily a full autoplay, right? You're trying to you're trying to execute a plan with this, um, and it's and it definitely has. Low. I'm the only person around low. here who plays a near autopilot deck. There you go. 
But it's not Except- autopilot because X-Ray sucks and he can't play it. So. No. <laughs> well, I know that my deck is also uh, uh, user-friendly because, and we'll get back to that, but... Uh, um, okay. But, uh, but it, does, it does have a couple of key cards that kind of have to come out at certain times, and when that doesn't happen, that's when that deck doesn't fire, and that's what happened games two and three. But yeah, and if you outboard early, I could see where this might struggle if he can't get this unlock gate. Right. Yeah, yeah. If if you if you can if you can kill the Harmel, obviously the Harmel is the key. So I would I would uh, I chained um, Force Retirement for for most of several games. Like I, Force Retirement was my was my my ticket out of there. So I would be hard pressed to play it uh, Boy, she- even at the cost of moving slow. If 83 sass is a mediocre deck, I would hate to see what you say as straight fire. 91. Fraud. <laughs> these, are, these are the easiest questions in the world. Uh, next question, <laughs> sir. So, so guess, hold on. I just need to, I need, I need like clarity in my life here. Um, so anything below 80 is what? Just, we just rip, we just burn those or like, uh yes, it's oh, okay. It, no. Well, we shred them. We oh. don't burn here, but it might be a moderate Jenka deck. So maybe it gets played. But yeah, otherwise they go into the obscurity pile. The uh the box of shame, as we call it. Yeah. 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 The, for sure. the other the other challenge with this deck is for if you're piloting it, uh I'm gonna say pilot a lot now since I know quick draw doesn't doesn't like uh, pilot, so <laughs> uh, it's only got three Ember Pips in the entire deck. That's really low, right? One of them is your Rant and Rive that you're probably holding to to try to uh, do your your fancy moves. Um, Essence Scale, okay, good, and then Wild Wormhole, which could be risky at times. So you need to reap. This is this is very true, and you and um, or you could just roll a six with Gengar Chieftain, you know, or that you always <laughs> spin the which, wheel, which is also reaping. So yes, reaping reaping wins games. We have learned this. Okay, uh, and there's no many... tokens to to get rid of. Like you can't accidentally token your brick nasty. How That's many true. rounds did you play in total? Um, so at five, I went uh uh four one. Does that make sense? Four uh, Draz, you went uh, you were three two. Yeah, I was I was three two. I was uh okay. yep. so that makes yeah, so, so that makes me yeah, so four one day one and then uh the so what three, six games. No, what five games day on day and two. Then, and then three more on the next day, or depending. Was that uh so yeah, I think you also have the, the distinction now for longest on timed final. I oh, do, do I I do believe you took that from Nova. And see, really? I'm I'm not a hundred percent of details, but your second game was like an hour and a half alone, wasn't it? I I couldn't tell you. Time time was not moving while I was in that game. Uh, so. I know time wasn't time moving was for because we were watching you play. What? <laughs> like that was a that was uh it was a very long game. I don't remember the exact time, but like it, you guys played for a long long time. I was but, determined but, to not lose by misplay. Yeah, <laughs> I, 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 he did not he did not play slowly. I played slowly. Um, well, but no, ben, I, I, I'm not commenting anything about slow play. Um, I don't think the game in Seattle was slow play. It's just a 
situation where. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right, ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. You can counter each other's plays multiple times, uh, which can really go down because, you know, Ewok and I have played a few woe games where we'll have cycled decks three times and nobody's got a key because they just like you make tokens. The other guy kills them and then you make tokens and then they that's kill it, just they make how tokens. Ewok plays normally. Well, you have the you have the counter for what your opponent is going ahead and bringing. I I will say, Ben, for me, what really stood out in this game, having been in the same room, um, I think that it's really important for the greater community to understand how much mental fatigue can happen in this large tournament with the amount of games that were being played, and the idea not to take yourself out of a game. So we had talked about when you faced this deck, you saw the matchup, but you kind of almost gave yourself, I'll give a step down. Like you, you saw the advantage, you saw what the odds are for winning. And while the odds were not in your favor, um, your ability to kind of process and, and to see what outs were also early on in that first game, you're like, oh, I've already lost. And I think this is a really important aspect for top level competitive play. Because I remember being there and just like, hey, buddy, you got this, like, calm down, slow down. So his slow play, you, you can go ahead and blame it on me. That's fine. You lose the slow walk. But then after we had talked, like, to see that joy in round in game two when it finished, and then game three went very, very, very quick on the other yeah, side. Like three so, minutes, right? Correct. Seems super quick. So it, it, it does just come down that sometimes that matchup and how the game goes back and forth will vary drastically from game to game. But I think, Ben, the part that I loved about your journey was the aspect that you controlled slowing yourself down and not working yourself into the loss. And I can't stress that enough. I think that you could have easily just given up on game two, but you didn't. You fought and you fought and you fought. And you kept looking for those outs. And that is the difference between your position and winning that open and just going ahead and finishing close. So that's that top level key, top level key, uh, key forge community and like play that we're looking for that oftentimes it's hard to quantify and really go ahead and showcase to people who aren't there. But awesome job, man. Yeah, I've, I got, like, I've got a couple uh, things. Yeah, I like go, how, go uh, you know, talk of going slow, energized, uh, Ewok over here to speak up and contribute <laughs> to the conversation. <laughs> slow walk slow. Again, so, again, you may position it as slow, but the end result is being meticulous about your playing control is another level that can go ahead and allow you to be successful. Yeah. 
Yeah, um, so, you so, can make me fall asleep at the table. <laughs> so, so I definitely agree with a lot of, of what of what Jr. said. I do. I think I have a slightly different take, and that's I think our different mentalities, which is that <clears throat> I hang on. Let me start that again. Oh no, you're gonna make Wookie yeah, try to edit. He's not gonna but, know, so, 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 just keep going. Well, that'll, it'll be in there. We'll get some good throat sounds. All right. Um, and clap. Um, uh, okay. Um, uh, what was I saying? Okay. Uh, so yeah. So so I do have a different mentality uh, than Jr. In terms of uh, I, I appreciate his 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 pep talks and the optimism he tries to instill, but I have I I went into every single game day two assuming I was going to lose, and I found that that for me is the way to go. Uh, to to set myself up for okay great we made we, each game was okay we made it this far I'm proud of myself I did I I made no misplays in day one uh uh between luck and good matchups I made it to day two but this is where the journey ends and this is really awesome I'm just happy to to have made it to day two in the open and then I won top eight okay sweet I've looked at the next deck list it's it's strategically one that that uh Ooze has a lot of trouble with because uh it was a double uh, uh cursed relic deck. So it goes very high, very fast, and Ooze does not have any scaling Amber control. So if you go to 12, I, I say, all right, good luck. That You got it, um, for, for example. It didn't happen. All right, I high rolled hard in that, in that top four game. Uh, and then, yeah, and then I looked at the next deck list, and I said, okay, great. Uh, this will be one where I'm really interested and excited to see that a, a, a Vault Master deck won the, the Open. That'll be really interesting. Uh, he came really far to, to I forgot where, where, um, back, back, no, is this, I think it's the name. Uh, I forget where he flew in from, but I believe it was a little far distance. Uh, and so, so I, I told him like, all right, we're, I think you're, you're very favored to win this one and I'm rooting for you. Uh, and that was true when he lost game two. And then, uh, I was still rooting for him when he, when he also ended up not winning game three. Um, and and I think that that showed in like our uh, camaraderie while we were uh, we were playing that match. But but yeah, the the gist of what it, my response was to Jr's comment was was yes, uh, you should have a positive outlook, or you you have 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 take the opportunity when when they're available. But uh, I don't don't set yourself up for disappointment. Uh, and then my my other uh, comment about my performances, I do think that. Uh, Speaking of like experience and and practice, is that like it was absolutely the fruition or or the culmination of my Keyforge career in terms of uh, a lot of that play style came, or at least a, a big part of the way that I played at uh, at Worlds came from my day two game with Z, where uh, I was playing Ooze and he went and I telegraphed very hard that I was holding on to Hypnotic Command, and he explained that after the game he's like, hey, I mean. Uh, uh, all other play aside, just be careful of not deciding what your whole turn is going to be before you start your turn, because you really telegraphed that you were holding on to one more Mars card, uh, and that really stuck with me for the rest of this tournament. Where the whole I thought through, ordered it all, sequenced the whole turn out before I started doing anything, and that could definitely have contributed to the duration of the games. Um, and then part of it was also just experience. I was uh, in my top eight game, my other. The other player mentioned that he was nervous. He's never made it this far, uh, and and there was some pressure on him from being like at Worlds and in a top eight. And I was cool as a cucumber because this was my third time. Not to uh, this is, I mean it sounds a little pompous, but it, was, it had been my third time making day two, maybe fourth. Um, at that point, it, it had my nerves had calmed. Like I knew 
what it felt like to be in day two. And if I knew what it felt like to play precisely and slowly and make sure you're doing, you know, drawing cards face down, all that stuff. Um, and I think that that, uh, all, you know, at the end of the day, what was important was that I drew well, <laughs> but also mm-hmm. those other things. Yeah, if I ever find a top four in a major event, I, I don't know what I'll do. I might pass out. <laughs> top eight? Every day of the week. Top fours? Nope, can't do them. Unless I'm in Canada, but that's a whole other experience. Okay, so <laughs> you got any thoughts on 2LO that uh, you want to share? That was, sure, yeah. Uh, 2LO uh, yes. was a big changes in the season. You did play pre-2LO. You were at an event pre-2LO and post, weren't you? Yes, I mean, I, I was at Collinsville back when I was Swiss and, and a bunch of other vaults back when I was second, FFG. Particularly in this 23 season. Was 2LO for Gen Con? Uh, no. It was right after Gen Con, I think. Yeah, so it was you still played... double elimination at Gen Con right yes. after Gen Con after the pictures were released. The, the dirty pictures of round one being four <laughs> people. <laughs> Yeah. Exactly. Ah, uh, yeah. I remember so, yeah, pestering so, CTP at his booth about uh, yeah, <laughs> about it. All, it was all Draz Corey. He's like, man, Sam Archon's corners, guys. Just do something about it. You're yeah. welcome, T4G. So, so you you did get to experience the full breadth of tournament formats for this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, any thoughts on that? that yeah, just that, just that. Yeah, that. I mean. Part of it was obviously seeing the madness that, that you had to go through as chief as as the in the world's archon. But um my yeah, my main thought is is that it needs to be slightly tweaked at least a little bit to to ship closer to perfect uh brackets. Because when when those brackets get sloppy, uh things get really silly. Um but I do see the benefit of it over like I experienced the downside of the alternative of being of Swiss where all the people start dropping out um after they've lost twice. Uh, and you get a bunch of weird uh, buys, and the 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 whole process gets very uh, screwed up when when you try to do Swiss and people drop. Yeah, well, th- thank you for uh, thinking of me. I think I- I'm with you. Like, I think something needs to be cleaned up for the bracket side, or we just go back to three deck survival because that's basically two lo mm. or two deck survival, right? sealed like, survival. Just um, sealed. Yes. Listen, I have a sealed, cookie in my please. mouth, so I'm going to be short. Um, I can't find one good deck, let alone three. So, no. <laughs> that is fair. Um, all right. Uh, is there anything else that you experienced in the meta field of open that you thought was interesting? Like you actually got to see a VM at a high level. So that's that's new. Like we've we've talked about it. Um, people have feared it's going to be a thing. It still has not won anything major, uh, but you did face one of the good ones. Yeah, like, it, it's uh, a strong deck. Um, do- there's other other Vaultmaster decks out there that are absolutely bonkers, uh, and I, I, I bet we'll keep seeing them pop up for once in a while, but I think that we don't see... I think that randomness does play a large part, and there just aren't enough of them out there to see them come out from the from luck plus skill. <laughs> I believe there was a was there a DT deck in your field. Did you get to face it? Uh, I did not, and I had to ask people about what the relevant cards in DT were in the car ride when <laughs> when you're heading down. Because I was like, if I face DT and I look at the deck list, I'm gonna. I mean, first of all, everyone's so nice. Like, and if there's ever a question, um, there's one or two new cards I faced for the first time. Uh, that everyone was very uh, welcoming and 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 letting you know what things did. Yes, there was three point one percent dark tiding decks. And in the open, 
uh, it was uh, 67.7% winds of exchange and 75% of day two was winds of exchange. Uh, so that, that well, plays good. out. And then Vaultmaster sitting there at 1.5%. Ah, so there was two DT DAX. Two DT. Ah, poor, poor folks. Wow. Okay, uh, so you are the first person to be announced as a qualifier for 2024 Worlds. Woohoo! Congratulations. Thank how, you. how does that impact your look into the current non-existent 2024 tournament season? Um, I think that I'll still obviously drive out to any driving distance vault. And then um, if there's sealed vaults, I'll be much more interested because sealed is just more fun in my opinion. Yeah. Uh, even as an owner of one of those top Wait, whoa, 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 hold on, hold on, hold on. Say that again. Just one more time. Just I need to make sure I heard you appropriately. And Josh, I need you to take notes. Yeah. Just one more time. Just run. Just like, and then say it again, okay? And go. Uh, I I I think that a sealed is the most fun personally for me. Uh, I would love to see sealed menagerie as a as an op. <laughs> that that would be really cool. Oh wow. Wow, you want to talk about random trash? All right, you you <laughs> might you might have crossed the line there, but you know what? We'll allow it. You know, if it brings back a sealed, quad Khalifi dragon. Oh jeez, if it brings back sealed, we might we might allow it. So I just think you, it'll bring new players. Maybe I don't know. Uh, that is a question we are not able to answer. We think, but we don't know. So are you? So you're qualified to our understanding, unless something changes, like you're only qualified for Archon Worlds, which is bring a deck. Um, it's true. Are you it's... going to be in the market in this next season trying to find an upgrade? No, that sounds exhausting. I, yeah, it's tough, right? It's, it is a, it is a very hard thing. Uh, Ewok is just kind of coming off of that. Like he was on an extensive search coming into Worlds 23, trying to find something he was really feeling he could play and get somewhere with. Um, ultimately, somebody else found a deck and he got to play it, so it worked out well, but it is. It is it is almost demoralizing searching for I think I'd have to make. I think I'd have to make a pen name or some sort of mask to mix, because otherwise anybody that wants to sell for me like understands that they're selling me a deck that they'll see at Worlds, right? Like That would, A, make it harder to buy. I've seen uh, it doesn't happen that much, but sometimes I see uh, um, Team SAS struggle to uh, go through with a purchase because they un- other people understand that they're selling to Team SAS. Um, there may be truth to that. I, 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 wouldn't, I don't I know think Z I've been has said, enough. has said that for himself, right? And um, I've heard others mention it as well. I don't know that it. I don't know that it's happened for me, but who knows? I mean, yeah, regardless, buying decks, uh, uh, I don't, I don't, I've bought, I've definitely bought lots of decks, but mostly Khalifi Dragon decks. Um, one of the most expensive decks I bought was the single Savior Khalifi Dragon deck in existence, and I'm extremely uh, happy that I have it now. Um, I did yeah, share but, a picture of your Khalifi wall in our chat, uh, yes. in the show chat. So good luck finding it, guys. If you're not listening live, too bad. You don't get to see it. All right. So uh, as promised to let Wookie back in on this conversation, because he doesn't he doesn't like interviewing people anymore. That's not his thing. But we also want to talk about a deck ascension. And there's a very specific reason I wanted to bring you on, Ben. Um, 
I have heard rumors that it is potentially your deck that is going to cause deck ascension to be a thing. That's really interesting. I had no idea. Because when you look at it, Ewok, how did you do with it? Well, I did fairly well. This is the deck that in uh, Minnesota I was able to take to second place. So Ooze, Ooze did very, very well for me. And qualified you for the event. Drasgore, how have you done with Ooze? Uh, two top eights. Ben, what's your record? Uh, yeah, so top eight at Gen Con. Uh, and then uh, zero, oh, and 2 in Canada, I will say. And then obviously won the, the Archon Open at Worlds with it. Well, that's sheep's territory up there, yeah. so you got no chance. So that's right. <laughs> you got it. You got to ask permission. You didn't kiss the ring. You don't get to win. Uh, and then Z's not here. Z also played Ooze in Seattle and took it to third, and also got a world's invite. So how did, how did you in, how did you do with Ooze? Um, I beat Ewok at a practice game when I played it. Oh, I never I never ran Ooze. I've had my own. Silly thing to play, right? We're not here to talk about me. We're, we're sure? here to talk about Ooze. <laughs> oh. I'm I mean, here to talk about at, uh, at Gen Con with it. That was my so, one last day one. Yeah, so Fraud is also a deck that kind of hits this because it qualified me for Worlds through one event, and it also qualified Z into Archon before he upgraded his invitation, right? He did um, upgrade to a win in Alliance. Sorry, Alliance. I was going to say, did he, I was gonna say didn't he uh, get an Alliance? Yeah, he got a top before. three Alliance uh, invite and then upgraded his to a win on a different deck. But, you know, two of us are sitting here with two decks that have accounted for sort of five total invites in a season that there was only 80, right? Like 80 88 total invites everywhere. And the two of us own a deck that is repping. Yeah, you know, we we're repping five invites. I guess one is for 2024. Um, so like Ooh, that, uh... that is a thing that the decks keep getting passed around. Now, an interesting thing that's totally aside to this is when Ewok played your deck um, in Minneapolis, you were not actually a member of Team SAS, so it was not like a team borrow at that time, right? Like, uh, JR did a very good job of reaching out to you and saying, like, I saw you rock this. I like what it does. Can I use it? And you, being the giving person you are, you agreed to let him roll it. Um, and then after that, uh, you know, I said we had to have you. And that's yeah, how I mean, I've been in the shadows of, of team, team stats for a while now, right? Where I would, I would drive down with you guys. Yeah. You travel um, with us all the time. Like it's a, it's a fit. So you're part of the group. And I think that's a really important part is while we see it now as team SAS, the end result is you've been one of our travel buddies for a while. We love hanging out with you. And when you love hanging out with people, you want them to be on the team. Um, that's a really important aspect for a team. Hey, who do I want to hang exactly out with? That's exactly it. Yeah. And I followed sheep from being in sanctimonious over over to this. Yeah, yeah, we've been playing together since man, very early in this thing. So it is interesting. So we started talking about deck ascension. Like, is it fair that that many people qualified with the same deck? I don't. I mean, like, I don't actually think this is a team discussion because when you look at Minity, which won an event and then was played by four other people throughout the season that I know of and 
only one of those players was a Reapout player. Like an ABR player played it once. A SAS player played it once. Um, Wait, who who played Minotaur from SAS? Uh, Sydney. Sydney yeah, Sydney had it in Canada. And then, oh, in Canada. Okay, okay. And then JR has played a Reapout deck at a Vault Tour. There right? you go. So <laughs> it's, uh, people keep saying teams. And I just want to be clear. I think teams is the wrong word because teams is really kind of identifying your friends group, especially the way this game goes now. There is a lot of sharing that has nothing to do with teams at this point. Um, yeah, I think it's also because the community is so great, small and niche. Like we all, a lot of us know each other very, very well, whether we're on the same team or not, because we played on ABR teams together. We played on weekly events together online. Like, it's a pretty tight community, uh, but is I mean, it even a the real person problem? who runs, right? Even the person who runs ABR is Team Repow, right? Like Devin is Repow, right? So, uh, oh, by the way, signups yeah. are up, so uh, everybody should yeah. uh, go sign up for the next season of ABR. It will start in January, so you got a few days. Yes. Uh, so, but is is this a real discussion? Like, is it a problem that Ooze kept qualifying people? Yes. I I'm not here to disagree with you. Um so talk does... to me talk to so me as I... to why because that was a that that was a resounding yes from Wookie, but why? Because you see it a little bit differently. All right. So what's our goal as the community, right? Like we run a podcast, what's our goal? Us? It used to be to learn how to crush face. Right. Okay, but what's but like what is our our our, our goal? Our goal is to hang out on Thursdays this. typically and talk about Keyforge with friends. I'm gonna drive this truck right off a bridge. Um, okay. <laughs> what is? Uh, it, I it, I didn't I didn't get a right start this year, Wookie. So I don't I don't know what my goals are. What's what's my OKRs for this year? So like, what 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 do we all want? To play Keyforge. Correct. And what do you At a need? High competitive level. What do you need yes. to play Keyforge? Uh, an OP event. And what do you right. need too at too soon? Too soon. Okay, what do you up, need at said OP? What do you need to have a said OP event? Players. Uh, players. Yeah, humans. So you need new players, right? No, we just said players. Uh, I mean, I had you fun need playing new with players. The same, you need same new players. Forty-five people. You need new players. <laughs> we need I, new players. I would. I would. I would reckon a gander. And I think there might be one person who has this type of information. Not pointing any elbows here. But I would wonder what the I would wonder what the percentage of people that went to all the vault tours was. What percentage were locals? One one player. One player went to all the vault tours. Okay, what percentage were multi multi offenders? And what percentage were one timers? Yeah, it was a good number. I think it's going to be higher. I I don't. No? I mean, I did go to all but one vault, so there were a lot of local faces at almost every event. How many yeah. familiar faces at, were actually, almost were at almost every event? I mean, they're all on my team. And then reap out, <sighs> right? So there's there probably... that bus right off the tw- There's probably 12... 12 to 15 people that went to 
a you, lot of them. Yeah, you, you talk about the bus, but the, unre- the unresult is there is a select group that is extremely invested in this game yeah they're dedicated so they're okay you call it stupid you call it dedicated but the end result is this group loves the game is willing to invest a lot of money to travel for the game to to go ahead and acquire important decks they're they're putting a lot of time energy and money into the game right um okay so from a business perspective how does any of that time money and energy uh, help gg besides for like people like x-ray who just buy boxes Okay, so what you're saying I, I, is I'm, that, I'm getting is I, that, now this, now I'm on a totally different point. But however, to acquire new people, you you have to rotate decks that have have a proven track record of being able to compete at a high level to move new decks in. Why? So Be- because the way this game sells decks, if at some point, like. I, I don't I mean like this is all gut. I don't have any good facts, but as the number of different decks showing up in Archon, if that number starts to shrink, like if it's not just players, but the number of decks that are showing up is not rolling over consistently, that indicates that the meta is really, really stale. Um and if as we have talked, like we know buying sealed decks is a poor way in general to open. Like we can't all be Ben and open a news, right? Some of us have to buy a fraud. Sure. So if that does get stale and the decks that are showing up are not changing much, it dissuades people even more from investing in opening product. Cause the chance of it being meaningful is low. A lot of that's perception, and there, there is a problem, and this is where the team talk gets a thing, is you keep seeing the same players at the tops, but if you look like Reapout and Devin, he top-aided almost every event. He did probably top-eight every event he went to this year, and he played a different deck every but, single event. But that's what I want to actually point out. So for me, for Philly and then Gen Con, I, played, I, I went ahead and played Smoke. For Minnesota, I played Ooze. When I was down in Dallas, I played one of Devin's decks that I literally acquired with under under two minutes before deck registration was there in the Lions deck. I played that. So when you're and then I played Melandrak for Worlds. So if you look at all of the top eight finishes, the top like four finish that was there to two finish, these it are is- all very, very, very strong finishes. And so while I hear this on a deck, you see Devin and myself both being able to make it across multiple different decks, and I think that is different. I think deck is part of it, but I think the player also there plays is a seventy thirty split in decks, right? Seventy percent of it is deck, thirty percent of it is player. You 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 go ahead and try I, to argue. I, I think as you who's top, top eight and how many who's top eight and how many times. Well, I, I do think that a deck I, no, plays I a just, I'm just no, no, all no, I no, want is all I want is an answer. Who's that top eight? How many times? Well, because I want to go ahead and talk. And, and Draz, I don't want to throw you Five. under the bus here, but Draz, you ran into some issues with Ooze because it just comes to matchup, and I think people miss. Yeah. Well, so it is player. It is it is your luck in what you draw. So that is the matchups, and all right, it is 60, the player 30, skill. 10. There we go. 60, so 30, interestingly, 10. Uh, I. So, so the first time I top aided and lost to the the Sandhopper deck, I I actually <laughs> should have done what Ben said he did, 
uh, before, which was hold that forced retirement. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Uh, because I was not... I was... <laughs> all of my... The C and all of my talent scouts were not coming out, and I wasn't I wasn't able to knock out that uh, I didn't have anything in my hand to be able to take care of the steward once it appeared. Yeah, the Except, talent scouts super strong against that deck. It is, but I, they didn't come. But I did get the forced retirement, and he put out his sandhoppers, and he didn't yet have he didn't have the that that steward yet, but. I just used the force retirement on something. And that was that was the big mistake because um I was like, I've got so many better options for it, but like once he gets in that cycle, you're really screwed if you but can't he, stop it immediately. So I, I could have. Interesting because against Ooze with that deck, because I've actually played Faith Online quite a few times now, that the typical way you play that deck is you never leave the pipped up steward on the board at the end of the turn. Because right, they can't but, they can't kill it, and then you just can mm-hmm. do it. But against ooze, mm-hmm. if you own board, I guess you have to leave it out because of the talent scouts. Yes, so so that's interesting. I've not encountered right. that play, but that does change the way that deck plays in a way. And that is what, uh, and that's what Sith was doing. He was he was uh, leaving it out because he was afraid of my talent scouts and. Um, you know, I uh Yeah, that deck but, without the pipped up uh steward is real real slow. Real yep. real slow. Yep. But I I didn't I didn't hold the force retirement because I was like, oh I'll get my talent scouts, oh I'll get better stuff. And you know, that's not that good a card. <laughs> but mm. it was it was I, I don't know if it would have uh-huh. won me the game, but but I did have it in hand and I could have held on to it. So there you go. Okay, so uh not here, obviously, is uh, the discussion of Nova and three event winning Jacques. Like yes. That one. That one, uh, two vault tours and a. Whatever the other nationals. Nationals. Thank you. Nationals. Um, like, is that. Is it? And actually, I played that deck once. Uh, it turns out I'm a scrub. So I did not do that well with it, um, but, well, but but your your two losses you lost to Ooze when I was on it for Minnesota, and what was your other loss? Raider. Okay. On a he he went hot. I didn't go hot, and you know that's how it goes sometimes. R- regardless so, of all this, we have we have really gone off the beaten path here. The fact of the matter is, is that if you are from the outside looking in, if I am a player looking to get into Keyforge. 
And you're, you're right. I'm, I'm not I'm not looking at getting into Keyforge, but I'm saying we, we get to the six month mark and maybe I'm starting to go to some some events where I got to travel to. Right. And I consistently see the same. Uh, and it, it says a perception is reality thing. So you have to control the narrative. So if I'm going to continue to see the same decks over and 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 over again, which you are seeing, you can argue with me that, well, it's player dependent. It's not. A lot of the same decks are repeating over and over again. And if I now am getting into my year mark and it's like, listen, bro, I don't have a deck. So I'm just going to go and I can't change my deck. It's not like I can be like, oh, well, if I just had this and maybe just make these minor tweaks here or there, like I can, you know, battle against it. You can't. You got to buy a whole new deck. Doesn't that make it easier, though, Wookie, in order to buy a deck? If you know what's going to consistently be making top cut, that you can find that counter. I mean, Sandhopper what? presented quite Listen, a What bit. did you just say? To, so it doesn't, it doesn't make it easier to just go buy a deck? Yes, if you know, so I'm going to go buy a random there. deck and look for a hard counter to it. Oh, no, 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 I didn't say a random deck. I actually said on the secondary market. So let me be very, very clear about that. If we look on the secondary market, if you know that faith is going to consistently be there or you're looking at Minity or you're looking at Melendrick or whatever or, deck you want to be able to put in ooze or go I have ahead a better idea. Find, I have a better idea. I can just go play commander. Like the, the 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 reality of the situation is this is what you face, right? Is it because yes. there were plenty uh, of individuals? One hundred percent. Yes. The well, answer what I'm is saying there are is... other card games out there where I have more control of what's in my deck. Yeah. No. So I agree how with do that, I control the narrative? I'm... How the thing you got to think about is how does Keyforge control the narrative of the same people with the same decks being dominant in everything they do? You but it's not the same. It's, you get it's different decks. It's different people. It's, not, you different it's not different decks. It is the same decks with multiple people. I mean, did you, did, you, did, you, you did Melon Drac go ahead and show up you, before? Nobody World. even owned Melon Drac. I was going to say, when, when did actually Melon... actually Melon Drac was owned by both Devin and Z before? Okay, it came but did it ever World see a did it yeah, ever see a vault not... tour play? Was it ever played in a vault? But why? Tour? Why not? Because I don't because know it why not. Owned by a player, actually. Because because people haven't gone ahead for the last vault. Because Devin people, might have. Yes, Devin did. Because people go ahead and are making decisions on I don't have but decks. And Wookie, you, this you is are, what you're doing. You are you're going, so far off right now, Ewok. No. Because Ooze did show up to almost every event. Fraud did show up to almost every event. Jacques showed up to a ton of events. Some repout decks were very consistently showed up. Um, there also, are decks that did show up a lot and yes. did consistently good. Here is the, here is the other thing that I'm. But if going we to also say. have if we also have people who are going ahead and making it still into the top eight who are not on on your teams or do not have decks that are identified, I still think that it is open just because it is not identified does not mean it's not good. It just means it hasn't shown up yet. But what I'm saying is, in, is, in good, comparison, that means that it isn't a fixed meta. What I'm saying is, yeah, if the top is to be meta. a fixed, if like you went to three events in a row and six it out was of the eight same, decks yeah. were always the same, that is a huge, huge problem. That's not what we're seeing. We're seeing one or two decks. 
Correct. And that is yeah, and the very big difference because when you look at other games. It's 25% of a field of a game where decks are supposed to be unique, which is kind of the antithesis yeah. of Keyforge. Like, the point of Keyforge um, is it's supposed to be new experiences and new decks and not... Like, that's the way it, a lot of people like Sealed, like Keyforge. They're not in this game because they only play one deck forever. That's not... I mean, like, most people have decks they like to play, but it is not a, a lot of people that are not me um, or some of the people here. Like, they, the variety is half the spice of this game. And there is a reduction in variety. Um, and the question is, is would... The question we're getting, and we're just running around, is would Deck Ascension actually make anything? What would that look like? My My flat rule oh. would be... If a deck qualifies for Worlds, it's out for the rest of the season. In theory, if that was always guaranteed to come with a prize of value X, you can think of it as being paid to not play your deck anymore that season. If it doesn't always come with a value, that's harder because then you're like, okay, so I played once and now the one deck I own that's good enough can't be played for the rest of the season. Uh, this sucks. Like, what am I going to do for the rest of the season? Because I'm so not what able it... to buy another good deck. What does... well, you'll go to okay. all these sealed events. What? What? But, <laughs> yeah. oh, there you but go. what does it do to all the other sub decks in your collection? Nothing, because everything I'm... else isn't good enough to matter. But if I'm also eliminating a lot of the good decks, does it not? You're not going to eliminate enough to i'm not saying the 75s of the world and but i'm saying like your subpar decks are going to now see some play no i disagree about that i i don't i i, I don't like you eliminate one deck i'm telling you if you eliminate i'm Jock, not t- if, you well, eliminate see, here's Ooze, if you eliminate melendrack there's just another deck that is there ready to come in well it, it, it doesn't it doesn't go ahead and open up like you think all the other decks and we she, do need to see what can we do with our other decks but it it it, it it you opens guys up are, ta- maybe a you deck guys are talking about eliminating one deck. I'm not. I'm talking about eliminating eight decks at a vault tour. But again, cheap is very spot on. What are you doing to that? If you go ahead and foil that deck, if you gain some advantage and you can then play it at Worlds, awesome. There is an advantage for it. But if you're just saying, hey, top two qualify for Worlds, <laughs> you get something, and then all the top eight decks are gone... That, that would be re- awful. It's you horrible. Would, you, you, you wouldn't even want to play top eight. <laughs> All right, 100%. so who gets money? Top four? Top four. All right, so top four get eliminated, are done forever until Worlds. They're allowed to play in Worlds, and then they have ascended. I mean, this is why if, if Worlds is the refresh, it's actually the Worlds invite is that matters, because also you yeah. don't get an invite for third no, or no, fourth. No, 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 I'm, I'm not saying they're done until Worlds. I'm saying they can be played at Worlds, and then at Worlds we have a grand ceremony for all the Archons we have lost in 2024. They are done. They will not be played anymore. They have ascended. That's, uh, I mean, so that's a thing. It's not terrible outside of the ramifications of um, just wasting all the paper and destroying sort of the value of secondary market. Like does your it secondary market it value... or does it bring some decks that have zero value to some value? No, it, it impacts uh, does it, the it does it squash everything back down and then you sort of like you start filtering out. I mean like what you're saying 
and people were played a lot. Um, ben, who who's gone silent as we ramble now, I know your deck collection is not as strong. Maybe like your number two deck is not in the same ballpark as ooze. Like I have to go from what I am onto a deck called Square Bus, which is good, but it's not great. But would I play it at a vault? Certainly. Have I played it at a vault? Certainly. Um, but it's it's not on the same level. Uh and Wookie's right. I would actually like the opportunity where that deck could be played and had fun with in a meaningful event, which it doesn't have right now. Like that that's a and that's you're, a thing. And you're like, talking and you're talking about matchup dependent. I eliminate four matchups immediately. You don't think that opens up matchups now for other decks to come in? It definitely. I I just I, I think you're on a, a typical Wookiee like say a really big thing without Understanding the ramifications. Oh, no, I understand. I understand the ramifications. I do not think you're. I do. Okay, so explain to me the ramifications and then I'll. I'll I I don't think you understand the ramifications of how that's going to affect secondary market and deck buying. Why does GG care? Because Uh, they want to sell decks. Yeah, a healthy secondary market. A healthy secondary market is important for any game. Yes. Correct. However. And so I think. Having those top items, you guys that act go like for we big have dollars. a healthy secondary market. We do no, no, not. No, no, no. There is no healthy secondary market right now. I think what I'm saying is that the more decks you have going for bigger dollars, the more that lifts other portions of the market and makes people think, "Hey, I can buy stuff and maybe I can sell some of it and get some money back." Like I think, I do think it's good. I, I don't, don't see, see our I don't see our secondary market as healthy right now. Our secondary I didn't, market. I didn't say it is was. I'm just saying. I'm just saying if it, I agree with the thought that if you, uh, if you get rid of too many decks, right? If you send too many decks, it will, right? It'll depress the value of those decks, and it'll, or if you want to think about it the other way, like it'll constrain the growth over time of the value of those decks. I am talking twelve to sixteen decks a year. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Considering uh, maybe why does we, that have, make... we, have, we have three to four vault tours. And you think that'll make Archon players be like, oh, I actually stand a chance now because those, those yes, four because, decks. Yes, because it is, it's a perception thing. Purely a perception thing. So, so okay. So when it comes to perfe- perception and new players, like I... I don't know. So, like, okay, how many times has Ooze come in first place? Once, right? This Never. last time. Oh, I'll open. Yes, at the open. Yeah, open. Only so when you if a new the player, two top decks in the world with the thirty-two top players in the world, yeah, sixty-four. Right. So, yeah. There you go. So, but but let's just say a new player is looking at. Uh, well, let's just pretend for a second. Wikipedia. There's a lot of stuff on Wikipedia about Keyforge. They're like, oh, let me see which decks have won, right? And if they saw. I feel like I don't know that they would look through the list of let me see all the top eights and let me control F and how many have I found, right? You just sort of scroll through, right? I, to me, I feel like seeing Jacques, Jacques, Jacques 
is more impactful to that new player saying, ooh, hey, what's this? Versus the number of times that Ooze has gotten top eight. I mean, yeah, Josh, I, I said originally ascend the whole top eight, but like most things, I think maybe that, I got a little overzealous. <laughs> I don't. What hasn't been discussed yet is that I think the biggest impact Ascension would have is upon is is deck borrowing because you're not gonna you're not gonna borrow you're not gonna lend out your favorite deck if there's a chance that it'll get somebody else into worlds and then you don't get to play it right like great now I have great now I have to see it even less. I think that's the biggest impact is I think that you lend it out less if the if. And that's that's an interesting statement there, Ben, because we see the difference between FFG and GG and how the ability to borrow decks has been handled. So yeah, early in the discussion of deck ascension, people were talking about how imminent deck printing was going to be and how we're going to have these subscription services pop up where oh you can you can look, get broad? access to Absolutely. Yeah, exactly. Thanks, Sheep, for starting that. And so one. this could be just getting ahead of that <laughs> issue before it becomes an issue, right? Like, Thrad will travel the world if you can print a second copy of it and bring it to, you know, have it be in Italy and in the U.S. Yeah. I, I, so my, I my, question, my question here is, Ewok, you're so against it. Why? Why? Because I don't see the true impact on the game. I think that if you're going ahead and pulling out one and two, and those have qualified, and you have it for Worlds, it is a timeout piece. That is fine. But you have people who have invested a lot of time and money into a deck. I mean, man, I'm thinking about June, who I'd played with a 1,000 reps on a deck. And she qualified. And now you're just saying, hey, my favorite deck. David Becky, played Becky, in Worlds with it. Because she played Alliance, not uh, and, and, and that, can, but that was that was her choice. But sure, honestly, but, you talk, but according but if you to Lucky, talk, it's gone forever. But if you talk to it, correct, it would be gone forever. It's and, gone and from that's ball where, tours, worlds, and nationals forever. But that's, that's her. But for the season or forever, forever. No, he's saying oh forever. Goodness, and, forever. And and that's the that's the thing is that I have to stand up for players like that who have invested the time for those reps. If you are passionate about a deck. I don't mind a timeout until Worlds. Um, fine, enjoy it for the season. Come back because, frankly, as we add new sets, you guys act like metas don't change in other games where you have to completely start from the ground and work your way up. This is yes, not but, but new for card games. This, but what you are is doing is modifying don't the meta. Play those games, yeah. right? So uh, for for me, Wookie, what I'm seeing is that if we're doing something special with it awesome we, we get to get some true value then out of that deck ascension but if you if you're time it out until worlds that makes sense to me if you're going ahead and timing it out long term it becomes even less what's, what's likely that so then it just comes back next year i mean that just doesn't make sense what's what it point plays in one event and then it's out and for the rest of the season like that's good. These decks, can, these decks so, can be beaten. Like these decks aren't un, yes. un, aren't unbeatable. I I was fifty fifty coin toss most in, in many of those games in the open. Where I if, think if your I perception was fifty fifty. I think the reality is much different. Well, I think that there is a percentage above fifty, but again, I don't think that it's an eighty or ninety percent, which is Loki. What I feel you're trying to lean into. I, I think that we have to understand. That some of these decks do have a they they have a higher percentage chance. If if I look at my reversal deck versus what I'm playing with Melandrak, sure Melandrak is going to go ahead and win that consistently. 
but it doesn't mean that it's completely out of possibility that our other decks are going to win. The and, only and so thing I'm hearing from things. everybody is I spent a lot of money on these things and I don't want to lose them. But if if That's if, what if I you have if you have competitive players who have invested that money, yeah, why would they do it again? So so what? Because they want to remain competitive, right? This is what Z no. talks about all the time: remaining competitive, being competitive. People who want to remain competitive are spending the money, going to vault tours, doing all these things, right? Like this is this is what we've spouted off for a majority of the vault tour season. But we've also gone ahead from the beginning and been given this statement that it's evergreen. And no, no, yes, that's not yes, true. That was there, there have been plenty of times where we have talked about Dex Ascension from FFG for many times. They, Never they happened. They very clearly said money and Deck Ascension are linked, right? They said old decks don't get to play for the money. They... That they went it. ahead. They went ahead and said that they would. They never put a tiered system. Correct. They never. They never delivered. But and we that's what they were going to do. Deck ascent, like the whole one deck thing. That is a Richard Garfield. Correct. Thing. This isn't Richard Garfield's game. Well, it is his game, you, but it has been modified. You, you gotta quit. That. That's. I. I totally disagree with that. And if that's the model, you can just wrap up and close because this is a dead game. If everybody only buys one $13 deck and they never play it again, this is called single print run, never look at again. That That isn't a model for a game that is a game. So if I were right? to tell you that if you were going to buy a deck and you're going to buy a deck on the secondary market and that you might, if you go and you win, you might have to do it again. The idea would be is that deck deck prices would come down. Correct. Not in, in theory, it's, it's not enough come. decks. What do you mean? There's and then, there's plenty of decks. There's lots of decks out there. Tons of decks. How many you need? I got lots of decks. So when, well, when according she, to you, there are no decks to go and play with yeah. because there's only eight that win events. And, and, like, and you, is, you're you're kind of getting around like you're. I I don't straddling think, the two parts here. I don't think eliminating sixteen decks a year would make a meaningful. No. A real meaningful thing. Um. Maybe not in year one, but in year, year two, I think it does. In year three, it does. In year four, it does. It can I mean, in theory, they're meaningful. printing new sets with good decks and good in cards. Theory. And... In theory. And that's I was, changing I things had higher up. Hopes, I had higher hopes for Briar's Arcus for changing the meta. Really yeah, every every now and again, you get a DT set. Oh, it's know. a rare, but... Um... No, no, well, that, but it's an answer to so many different uh, Coda and, and, and AOA uh, uh, action-based... Oh, oh, I play three cards, I win. Um. But this is what Z has said for, for the longest time. Our powerful cards need to be in common. That is extremely important well, as we go forward. Where, where, that's got nothing that's to do with deck ascension. So left, no, yeah. no, no. It doesn't have to do with deck ascension. We, if we want to be able to rotate, if you want to have an impact on the meta and the cards, then put your powerful cards in the common slot. That's mm -hmm. what it has to do with. Well, that, that's a whole other like, power creep, whatever issue thing going on. The the real question that 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 all there is 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 deck ascension and the discussion I wanted to attempt to have today, which of course we never do a good job on, is is deck ascension something that really should be considered? And I will say, from an owner of the most expensive deck in Keyforge, public sale, um, might be a private sale deck that sold for more. I'm not certain. Uh I would be unhappy 
if it retired with just a qualifications to world and not the paycheck. And this is a funny thing for me saying, because I don't support money in Keyforge, right? I've never been a big fan of it. But if you're going to, like, you, you can't, you can't provide different levels, significantly different levels of value to people when you take their toys away, right? Like, that has to be level. Like, I, I don't mind them taking toys away. Like, they, like, a ton of people had $1,000 Nepsi library access decks early on that all got nerfed and suck now, right? Like, once that combo went away, those decks lost all their thing. Like, that's going to happen. You're going to spend money on a thing, I, you know, and the deck doesn't keep up with the meta. They, you know, like in other games, they ban a key card to it or limit a key card to it, and that deck is no longer viable. Uh, most other games, you can piece some of the stuff out, but the overall value does decline in certain decks. You know, like the individual card pledges go down because they're only good because of something else. So that, that happens other things. Like, it is a risk. Anybody who anybody who has bought a deck in this game thinking investment, I I'm not here to defend. If you're buying a deck thinking it is an investment, where we're talking different languages, right? Any money spent on cards, cards, games, or this is I, I mean, I'm a firm believer you should not think of it as an investment. It should be out of your discretionary income, and if you lose it, you can't be heartbroken about it. Because Game companies often don't make very good decisions for supporting secondary markets. Um, and you can't blame them for it because secondary market doesn't always equate to more sales from the game company, which is what they're there to do. They're there to sell cards, right? Like to sell more cards, not making so your old cards are worth more. There is a balance, right? Like if there's no secondary market, that hurts, but that's rarely the focus. And it so like deck ascension, I'm okay with it. I'm okay with it being said that for a period of time, you can't just keep showing up with the same thing. But for to take it away forever, I would be hurt by that, both financially and uh personally. Like it would make me upset. Um But they ban cards in other games, and like you're just gonna be like, well that's a thing and then you're never going to spend that kind of money on a deck again and it will like if they were banned forever it would reduce the value nobody would ever pay ever pay more than like you would think the prices would sort of cap at whatever the minimum you could win is right if first and second always got ascended and second place stayed with the same prizes at um Vault Tours of 1500 bucks, like that would kind of cap prizes because you're like, there's a chance that this deck only ever returns me $1,500 and then it's done forever. Um, that is going to affect deck prices. It might even actually bring a benchmark to where you could say what a deck is worth. Like, is this a top two Vault Tour deck? Then it's a $1,500 deck because right now, what's a top two Vault Tour deck? I don't know. Some people are like, you should never pay more than $100 for a deck. And then there's another idiot who pays $3,600 for a deck. So, like, prices in Keyforge are the most volatile, crazy numbers in the world that are totally meaningless. And this is the first season where you've ever even been able to actually get a financial return on it. 
here's so. my question. Why should I play Keyforge as opposed to Magic? Finan- More fun. Financially. You don't have to build decks. Okay, I don't have to build but, decks. Financially? But, but I want to be competitive in a game, right? So, sure. so, fi- so financially. So how much is a Keyforge deck going to cost? A good Keyforge deck. A solid winning Keyforge deck going to cost me. Secondary market or or just second going secondary market. I'm not going to pick a random one out of a box. Secondary market. How much? A few hundred. What's a few hundred? That's I a very five. Five hundred. There's think... a scale where if you put in hours and hours, you can find a real uh, diamond in the rough. But other, but usually you'll pay. Mm, yeah, exactly. I'm a dad. I don't have hours and hours. Exactly. So. I mean, realistically, I've heard sheep say many times, if you're not ready to bust out a thousand, forget about it. You've said that multiple times. Five hundred to a thousand dollars. Okay, so five five is real numbers these days right now. I think I think that number has changed from when we were looking at fraud, frankly, and what was available on the secondary market. Different equation. No, 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 no. no. But I want to say this. I but when we had talked about fraud and the purchase and what decks were available and how they are transpiring at that point, now that Woe has come out, I think that it is easier to be able to buy a deck for Woe that is in that 100 to $500 range that I can go ahead and make day two with. That is top eight. I think, a lot of I think, I think 500 open. is a very reasonable spot and to be able to give me a very good Woe deck. All right. How much... Um... If I wanted to go build a modern deck, a good modern deck, how much is that going to cost me? No idea. Don't yeah, play. Uh, modern deck. Are you talking about magic? Yeah. I don't know. Take take a guess. A million dollars. Three hundred and seventy-two. Nope. But I don't care because I have absolutely no interest. I understand in game you don't care, but I'm deck. saying. But I am saying that's that's you, sheep. I'm, when I go into my local game store, I am the majority of KeyForge players. They're here. Because Keyforge doesn't require doing what you do in the other kinds of card games. Okay. All right. So according to Google, in the first result, eight hundred to a thousand dollars. Right. So about what a Keyforge deck is going to cost me. Right. Mm Mm-hmm. But with Magic, I have. But look at how many more places you can use that. I was going to say I can use that a ton more places in Magic. Not only that, what the big advantage of what Magic has over Keyforge, I have to drop all grand right now. Whereas in Magic, I can piecemeal it. I don't have to have it all right now, but I can buy a few cards here at this check, and I can buy a few cards here on this check. Yeah, and but I can you're buy not competitive until check. you have the whole thing. So just save your money and buy a deck. Like, and no, the what, money for Magic's what? the drafts, right? Isn't isn't draft nights the big thing for Magic? Well, that's no? I mean that's the game store's money, sure. And yeah. money is what we're talking about. Right? We're talking about how to get GG more money. No, we are talking how to get more players into this game. Yeah, okay. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, I mean, but ultimately for GG, growing, yeah. it is in their financial interest to start giving the axe to some of these older decks. And maybe I mean, we don't have uh, rotation. Maybe we have ascension. So selling selling more decks, getting people to buy more decks, uh, seems pretty key to... Uh, card game companies uh, structure. I, I totally agree. I'm not I think Sheep, why don't you open why don't you open more Wodex? I open decks when I play them now. Okay. 
I open lots of decks still. I just only open them to play them because I have found the lack of interest in opening decks and not playing them. Like then it it does not provide me Joy. happiness to open decks and not play them. Did so that become more did that did that feeling become more after you had a deck you know you knew that this is what I'm going to be taking to said to said event every no. time. Okay. No, no actually I, I, that happened Right at the start of the pandemic. Okay. Yeah. For and for me, I think that it's happened as we've acquired more and more and more decks. And we've talked about this extensively. But when you just have more decks, you don't gain contentness. And so you have to look at where's the joy. The joy is. I like to, to roll around in mine naked. Hmm. Well, but 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 why yeah. did she, why did sheep you Perfect. and I open it on Tuesday? Because we were together. It was a social gathering. It was fun, even with the horrible deck that she pulled. And we played. Yeah, it, which, it, it, by the way, it, it, Sheep, it, I have it, a deck for you. Um, please stop putting them in my bag. Uh, <laughs> I left that baby on the table. Somebody in, picked it up. Yeah. In my, it, it, no. it, okay. It, equa it equated to a night out. And it right. was cheaper to do that than to go ahead and go to a movie or about comparable. It was cheaper than a night at the bar, things of that sort. So if you look at it as an investment for a social time with friends, it's a great investment. Right. But if you're looking at it from a competitive standpoint, no, opening a random deck is not in our best interest. Right. Okay. But deck ascension, let's close this off and go to bed because we've been recording for a long time. So across the board, I'm I'm in a middling support position. Like I would not mind seeing some forced change in meta. I, I'm not 100% sold on Worlds, because, like, you also, like, what if you're a player who's going to get, you can go to two vaults this year, but not Worlds. Like, you don't want to lose your deck to to Worlds that you know you're not even attending. Like, that's a, that's sad. Um, like, a lot of people do have very large personal connections with their decks, and eliminating that like that ability to have a personal connection with the deck and have it be a thing and something it's you unique have it's it, unique is, about keyforge is yes is is something that i don't think would be strong for the game in the long run i i don't think that like ascending tons of decks to me is not what keyforge is now top end meta of Archon is also not the best part of Keyforge. I enjoy it, but it is not the best part of Keyforge. Um, no, it's 100% sealed, sealed. Sealed and casual play is is the, in my opinion, the, Don't gold, say the casual golden standard. Play. Don't say casual of, play. No, it's the golden standard of playing Keyforge. I also like top-end murder Keyforge, uh, but when I'm playing that, it's a little bit different mindset. Um, so I'm, I'm not opposed to it, uh, but what could I give you for I, you to I be think like the negatives of it? Like are a lot <laughs> like to, to just, especially in a permanent system, like you're saying, Wookie, I think a seasonal thing I think is sufferable. Like if you know, you're, you know, but and, then it's just, it's the same shit next season. Is it though? It is. Yeah, but is that's it, magic. Is it with new sets? That's like, freaking yeah, it, a it, lot it, of the different. 
all the decks that are around right now are still going to be around next next set. They're still going to be around the set after that. We're in a very scarcity mindset. Yeah, yeah, but if so, if Keyforge actually grew, then there'd be enough vaults that you wouldn't that it wouldn't be as big of a deal. Like if there was only ten vaults a year, yeah, it's huge. But if if we should be thinking of a mindset of like, I mean, I know realistically next year it's not going to be. I'm thinking three to four vaults a year. That's okay, that's so, my honest like thought. Like four vaults a year, I think is more than enough. Is the actual problem that the player base is too small yes. because you're really talking about taking decks away from 20 yeah i, I can i can name the 20 individuals and the 20 decks that you're gonna send in the first year okay. right like i could i could probably name you that and okay. also you the post. people who are yeah. you're right i guarantee results no but like you do pretty good um but is that not more of a problem of that there isn't enough different faces in the game like if if every vault tour had 200 players showing up at it it would not be the same decks making to the top like the the variance that is keyforge would cause more elimination of um no players that of, of consistency like the the bigger the event I, you know keyforge is a game of luck and draw and the bigger the event and more, I think there's more inconsistencies there and you have it. But because it's so small, what we're doing, like you are seeing the same decks, but is that more of a problem that we don't have enough players? And then Wookie's saying we're not getting players because people look and they go like, well, I'm not one of them seven people with those seven decks. So why the hell am I playing? Eh. I don't, I, I think there are a few people and there are, and it, it is true, like, it is hard to compete at top Archon. It's hard to compete at top Alliance. Um, is it not what actually needs to be is that point of play entry that does not require a $1,000 to $2,000 investment? Like, investment. I have no... That's a big investment to ask or, of one person. Well, but that's what you have to do to go play Magic Modern. But I can... But you're missing the point is I can do that over time. I can't do that with Keyforge. That's 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 just because you don't know how uh, to put money in a bank account and buy your yeah. whole deck at once. Like you're still spending the same amount of money. Same thing. Yeah, it's just right. Right, but we are talking about game store people. Yeah, this, this happens more yeah, often okay. than not. The, 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 yes, and half of these people who are buying their Magic Modern deck every three months come in and sell a third of their collection back to me at a loss because they can't pay rent. Correct. Like this happens in game stores all the time, right. so it's not actually healthier for anybody. So you're not. It uh, comes down. You're, you're helping. I, I think it really comes. Here. I think it really comes down to OP support for sealed, right? Like if if I didn't have before I owned Ooze, the vaults that I mostly went to were the sealed vaults. Like I went out of my way to go to the the, the sealed vaults back in the Worlds Collide days because that sealed is where I like I I don't find the appeal of buying the deck with money and then showing up and then stomping face to be as, as high for me as I, my dopamine is in opening the decks. Uh, I did not mind that at the LCQ at the last chance qualifier at worlds that I opened up garbage. And that's, you know, I practiced a ton of sealed Alliance beforehand. Uh, I know others can vouch for the amount of, of sealed practice I did. Uh, and sometimes you draw, you draw bad, but that just seems like that. That's where I think, 
like you like like the the, no, the novel player is going to look at archon even with ascension and be like oh yeah sure these 16 ascended but i still am staring at my 30 decks and none of them are archon still like uh i don't know that that the novel the new player is going to know the secondary market enough to think about or or know how to buy smart on the secondary market to show up in archon no most people yeah, so i think newer players are buying such bad decks gimmick decks yeah. right they do one gimmick because they think it's fun and, well and i then... still buy those but but um the <laughs> sealed they're fun. sealed needs to come back in a huge way and i think we just need to drop alliance i hate to okay. say it like the experiment okay. wah, wah, wah. <laughs> the experiment <laughs> failed like the, the, i long for the days of opening three decks picking one and playing different conversation totally but we didn't actually touch on that in deck ascension is what do you do in alliance that's that's a tough one that i haven't really i haven't like, really figured out one you just gotta pick you you gotta use the sheep's uh ass alliance format it's just like one of your pods are gone yeah, pick one why, of those three pods and it's gone why not you only all, have to ascend why not all three of them are gone why not why not all three i i, I don't know, know. There should I be mean, a special prize if you manage to get a different pod and a different alliance. That, I think the honest to God thing is just alliance, like the experiment just went south. I I I don't really fully agree with you there. that the experiment didn't work. Yes. And I will be happy to discuss it next week. Absolutely. Yeah. The the mm-hmm. only th- the only thing that I want to pull real quick is looking at your statement, Wookie. Arcana Arcana has all of our vault winners. So, do new sets have an impact on decks? And this impacts for Ascension. So, looking at uh, Archon Solo is specifically what I'm looking at versus Sealed because there's a lot of Sealed that's in here as well. So, uh, the Captain of Barracklatch. So, Rachel Trimble's Archon deck. Do we see it? Well, do we see she Rachel? Quit. I understand, <laughs> uh, but that's it. Is that it's an important attachment. The next one, gasoline from George Eagle. We saw it. Please, was it at World? Uh, no, but it did make an attempt at Vaults in the 2023. Correct. Yes. Uh, Nova or um, going ahead and looking at Bahamut. Sold to a collection outside of the country. So that was your 2019. You had some sealed that was also you, there that we can't look at. Going into Age of Ascension, you would then have for Archon, uh, the first one was coming from Italy, Honk, the magnificently Topaz, which I have not heard of or seen. I don't actually know where that deck is I, right say, I think I think the problem you're going to find here is a lot of these players just don't exist anymore. Okay, but. again, we keep going. Adam Inslaying the Pink Fraud from Nuremberg. Never heard of it. Admiral. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Never no, heard that's of it. Where I'm going. That's why there's some play on it. Uh, you have the Snappy Pariah. Sold to a private collection outside the country. Litmus, the Stonekeeper of Joy. It, that one is, is that uh, that's the TTR deck. Right? Well, that one was uh, what won Krakow Poland. Oh, uh, no. Okay. Get the wrong. I, nope. I don't know that one. Yep. Then we have Gasoline coming back from Collinsville. Then you have Pink Fraud coming back from Spain. And then you have Vegas with Triad, which is a little bit different. But Yak Street, Ricardo Inferno, and King Teratia, Hope of Vicious. I think I yeah. actually know where all three of those decks are. 
yes, and we'll still see like it, one did, is on a player that doesn't play. One is on a player with a collection that is mm-hmm. absolutely ridiculous. That even fraud wouldn't get played if they owned it, like that kind of thing. I guess I don't know where the third one is. What was interesting, I'm going to throw in uh, the Richmond, Virginia with Nathan Starwalt. Cancer Phage actually showed up here that, and made yeah, a recall. So that was interesting, but that was a under sealed the deck. That yeah. one is sealed, and then, yeah, he's been he top-aided with it. Yep. And then Nova back for, uh, what is it? That Olivier? was sealed. That was sealed. Yeah, that was sealed. Okay, sorry. Oh, yeah. uh, Light, Light Tasker coming up for. Uh, There's your World TTR Squad. deck. There's, There's your TTR, TTR deck. And then, that one, I I don't. I wonder why they quit playing it because that deck still has legs. And then you have Galaxy that's coming from Albany. Galaxy showed up quite a lot this season. So for me, that was a really interesting thought process when we start to see some of the decks. They just go on by themselves because players have moved on. They're not using them. Some of the decks I, not showing I, up, and there are quite a few of them are still very relevant. Yeah, I think so actually what you're saying is that deck ascension, because half of the decks you listed are still in cycle and seeing play. Which is why I went through it in that manner. So, like, that's that says to me that, yeah, maybe, maybe they do have to think about it because... There are decks that are just better. Uh, Keyforge, it is part of this game, right? Decks are just printed better. Um, yes, that, that was something to, that I, to I missed only, early. To only have money attached to owning the best stuff just drives it in a direction that is not attractive to somebody like Ryan Wookie here, right? Like that's, and it's and it's a thing. And and you're right, like. You can't, it is hard, it is harder to spend $1,000 in this game and have a deck you feel very, very confident about than just buying the same deck as the next guy for $1,000 in Magic. Um, a proven deck, a winning deck, a deck I know that I've seen win. I will also say, when you buy a $1,000 Magic deck, you also get to read the primer that tells you how to pilot that deck or jockey that deck or play that deck, whatever words you guys like. Um, like basically not only is the deck list out there, but how you play the deck is hand fed to you. And that doesn't work in Keyforge because even, even a deck that won three freaking majors this year was played by another player who me top aided, uh, many events and couldn't make it fire the same. And I'm running fraud and, you know, not everybody who has borrowed fraud can play it as well as I can. Cause player skill and understanding what you have to do with a deck in this game is not that this is this is the deck this is how it plays if you you always mulligan for this exact thing in like magic is like some of that stuff in modern decks it's like here's exactly what it's supposed to do here's exactly how you have to do it did you do it before your opponent uh wins some of those games and keyforge doesn't do that because no two decks play the same. So you can't just be like, okay, well, I bought a copy of your deck and I know how to play it the same because it isn't solved like it is in some of those other games. And that's part of why it's good. 
Well, the short answer is that something, in my opinion, has to be done. I think it needs to be short-term Wookiee. I think that Nova is my perfect instance that she did very, very well with Jacques, and then Jacques just went 0-2 for Worlds. And the idea for I do well, but then it is gone forever by just making it to Worlds. Like, there's too much investment with a personal attachment to a deck, from Becky to uh, Jacques to other decks that people have, that that is an important aspect for Keyforge. And so for that reason, I think that it would not be good. I also will say that the secondary market, I don't want it to go ahead and spike where people have to then spend. It's just a pay for play. See, but I don't spend. think it spikes. I think it comes but, down. And I think but this is what I'm saying. Low come up and there, we find a middle happy ground. I, I don't I, I don't think you. we're going to get I don't think we're going to find a middle happy ground. I think what's going to happen is that people who are willing to spend $500 consistently or $1000 are going to continue to do that but at a higher rate than those who aren't. I think the ability to sell other decks that frankly look like they stat well and then we can go ahead and make some money in, in order to put into another deck is what you're going to see. I don't think it's going to help our secondary market. Yeah, so this is a, a land of no facts and all what we think. Um, so that is Deck Ascension and no real meaningful discussion or real meaningful decisions like... Um, well, I, we're, not, I we're, think it we're also be... not making the decisions. So. Yeah, right, yeah. Absolutely. I think this is a thing that they need to have in their back pocket to wait for the time where it is needed. I don't think that time is now. What about when making copies of decks is available well we'll find out maybe it'll yeah. be needed then <laughs> yeah because yeah, there could be it, two copies of fraud in the same field right no oh no, no absolutely not no, no you can only ever have one person who's controlling it in the vault playing it at the vault you guys took that question that. far too seriously it, it's actually not even confirmed to know if if two vaults were going on at the same time, if it could be registered at both vaults. Like there was a train a in Vermont and it was headed to California. And there was another train in California. I don't know. Sorry. You know, there was the doctor. Yeah. You don't <laughs> put key forge decks on trains. Oh, well, but if, uh, if there were, if somebody, there were or, somebody pla- knows, or planes, so, oh, no, no, actually, actually, you do put them on planes. Sorry. Wasn't if it, the train has to run over one was, Keyforge deck, and you have to choose. Are you choosing yeah. the right yeah, Keyforge deck or the left? Didn't the pallet go by rail to it did. Philly? It yes. Yeah. So, yes, you don't put Keyforge play. Or on it train. didn't. <laughs> yeah, or it didn't in this case. Uh, yeah, so. Gosh, you missed the fun one there. I, like I said. Oh, no, I, he was there for that. Yep. That was his yeah. first event, right? That's right. Okay. I so, mean, I, I really think the short and skinny number one is that, I mean, I think we've, we've all figured out Sealed needs to come back. That's not something that okay. we haven't figured out, but that has nothing to do with Deck Ascension. Um, I actually, I think it does, because if you put Sealed back into play for the people who think Deck Ascension is required, they have something to do and don't have to care about Deck Ascension anymore. No, go. I mean, that's that's actually not a bad point i mean like i'll be honest with you like i i'm i'm much like ben i am a hundred percent more likely to show up to a sealed event than i am an archon event there there was nothing for me this year to be like i am going to uh piss off my family to go play keyforge because it was they've also got no good excuse not to do cubes when they've got sets of every single card in this in the in a set in one well, box already ready to go 
I mean, my, my biggest thing is I can either, uh, I can go to a Keyforge event, scrub out, go 2202, who knows, and then do God knows what, or I can go to my little girl's birthday party. Ah, uh, my little girl loves me. Keyforge it is. <laughs> well, no, the, the answer <laughs> is not that. But if it was sealed. Right. So if, if we're, we're going sealed, are we going ahead and ascending those decks too then, Wookie? Well, you're you're in a whole nother box of worms now, because sealed is a whole other ball game. Box of worms, box of rocks. Yes, actually, Ewok, you are 100 percent right. Once a sealed deck wins a sealed tournament, it should never be played in a sealed event again. <laughs> so, so what we should <laughs> just play? What should we just be playing is called Shredder. Then what I'm hearing sounds Ooh. good to me. Single use decks, always and forever. That is not what I said. But okay, I will shred. I will shred blind with you. Never mind. I had words, but I'm gonna keep them to myself. Um, yeah. I, I again, yeah. I I don't know. I mean, how many how many sealed deck winners have actually gone on to do anything? Antifa. Uh, I pointed out one. We named Olivier. It. Olivier's never done anything else. It's no, done never okay. done anything else. In some, I think might have seen some KFPL use early on, but now most. So sure, go ahead, ascend them. Well, they are ascended. They never get to play sealed again. It's built into the format. Oh well, perfect. That's the joke. Win win. They can then go play Archon, where they probably don't matter. <laughs> where they suck with all the rest of my seventy fives. Yeah, that again is a totally different topic in that there is still absolutely nothing to do with. The majority of decks you own, unless you just like playing random Keyforge. Yep, which I do. Yeah, I mean, yep. there's always just playing sealed from reach behind you and grab out of the box of shame instead of buying another deck. <laughs> Canada did a great job. Canada did a great job with re resealed, where they did some nice paper wrapping around the SAS. I did like of, that. Of I did like those. I wanted to know how they did that because I thought that was really awesome. Extreme amounts of effort, it seemed, I would imagine. Like, yeah, they that's had to my really guess. Sit there and... But um, I would not mind like a Shredder event where you here's your Shredder deck and it's just like a deck that's already been opened, but like it's like it's new to you and you're still cracking it sealed and, you know, you get to, uh, you get to, uh, like play it and then uh then shred it but either way have we covered deck ascension thoroughly probably not it'll come up again i think sure we uh we've ascended this conversation we have ascended the conversation uh, i think we've for archon Our now we're cooking with gas max descended the conversation mm, yeah there you go yep all right but that's gonna do it for us this week we'll see y'all next week Happy Fortune, everyone. May the Forge Real be with you. For oh, damn it. I Sorry, I stepped on you. Well, go now. <laughs> the Real Keys Forged were the friends we made along the way. Aww. 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 You're on the wrong show. Catch a fire. Catch a foot when I drive. Big pressure. I'm high.